official podcast of Church at the Well in Burlington, Vermont. For more information about Church at the Well, including gathering time and location, events, and how you can financially support the podcast, please visit us online at wellchurchvt.com. Hey, good morning, everyone. Can you guys see me? Here we go. Good morning. Hey, I hope you're ready to be encouraged by some scripture this morning. I don't know about you, but these last few weeks, I have really cherished my Bible in a new way. And I'm finding that, that each time I open it, I'm finding just tremendous encouragement. And so I hope you're, you're carving out your own time to read scripture each day. Uh, one thing that I'm noticing is just how many narratives are out there right now. And some of those narratives are really loud and, and scary. And we need to make sure that we're listening enough to God's narrative and, and not allowing those other narratives to drown out what God has to say. Uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 17, tells us that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And so I believe, and I'm convinced more than ever, that we need to strengthen our faith right now more than ever before, because none of us have ever lived through a pandemic before. And if we're solely relying on an online sermon once a week and only going to the scripture once a week online through, through a sermon, our faith isn't going to be strong enough to sustain us during times like this. That's why we need daily bread, right? Jesus told us this, that, that we, we can't live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so the scriptures are a tremendous gift to us, especially during a time like this, because they strengthen our faith. That's how our faith comes, is through God's word. So we've been walking through the book of Lamentations. And we today come to our last chapter in the book of Lamentations, chapter five. Now, when we chose Lamentations, we didn't even know about COVID-19. We just figured Lamentations, the book of Lamentations in Scripture, would be a great preaching series for Lent. Uh, the, the book of Lamentations is a book about loss and grief. It's a book about being humbled, humbling ourselves before God. It's a book about crying out to God. But when we chose that book, none of us imagined it hitting this close to home. We didn't plan on giving this much up for Lent but here we are. And in, in many ways to me, this whole preaching series on Lamentations feels prophetic because so much of what's written in the book of Lamentations describes our new current reality. For instance, uh, I was reading chapter five a couple weeks ago, and there was this one phrase from chapter five that just popped me in the kisser. I mean, it just felt like boom, it, because it described my own experience. Listen to this phrase from uh, Lamentations 5. It says this, we are exhausted, but are given no rest. 
And that right describes my experience these last few weeks. And I'm guessing that's true for most of you as well. You know, we're, we're at this time, we're stuck in our homes. Many of us are working less. Some of us are not working at all at our jobs because we're not able to. And we have more downtime than ever, yet we're exhausted, right? There's an exhaustion that, that goes way deeper than being physically tired, isn't there? And some exhaustion can't even be addressed by sleep because the problem isn't sleep. And I think one of the ways that we often exhaust ourselves is, is with an imbalance of input. I've noticed in my own life that I've had to be careful with how much news and media I'm consuming. And, and, and you know, that's, that's difficult because things are changing day by day. And, and now they even change, it seems, hour by hour. And if, if you're like me, I like to be informed. Uh, when, when I'm informed, I feel like I can be a better pastor. I can be a better neighbor. I can take appropriate measures to protect my family, especially my son, Josh, who is immunocompromised. But here's what I'm noticing. If I'm not careful, the COVID-19 narrative becomes the only to consume. And I don't have any appetite for anything else. I'm just filling myself constantly with updates, right? There are new cases every hour. There is new science coming out. There are, there's new guidance that's delivered. There are new projections. And it becomes exhausting. Oftentimes, I feel like I, I've, I've run a marathon after I've just been consuming all these updates. And sleep can't address that exhaustion because it's not about sleep. It's about an imbalance of input. And what I'm recognizing and noticing is that I need to feed on something true that isn't horrible. (laughs) My friends, Mark and Gail Pedersen, they shared this week that they're only trying to watch the news from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. So they're staying informed, but they're not gorging themselves on media all day long. They're leaving room in their hearts and in their minds to be filled with God to have an appetite for God. What an example I think that is for us. And so folks, pay attention to what your heart and mind are feeding on throughout the day. Are you exhausting and malnourishing your soul from an imbalance of input? Are you feeding enough from God's word? So what we're going to do this morning is I'm going to read a section of Lamentations chapter five. I'm going to read, there's a five verse section in this chapter, and I'm going to read these verses slowly, one line at a time. And the verses are Lamentations five, verse 14 through 18. But before I read those, I want to ask you to do something for me. I want to ask you to get ready to go to the comments box. And as I read I'll type in one word or phrase that describes your current experience, what it is you're feeling. So just one word, one phrase of the section that I'm going to read. If it connects to you and you say, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm experiencing. That's what I'm feeling. Just type in the comment box that one word or phrase. And then after we've taken some time to do that together, I want to read the next verse, verse 19, because verse 19 is an amazingly powerful verse. And I think um, it's a declaration of God over our lives. 
And so I want to read verse 19 after we do this exercise together as a declaration over your life. Okay, we ready? I'm going to read this really slow. Get ready to go into the comments box and just type in one word or phrase. Lamentations chapter 5, verse 14 through 18. The elders no longer sit in the city gates. The young men no longer dance and sing. Joy has left our hearts. Our dancing has turned to mourning. The garlands have fallen from our heads. Weep for us because we have sinned. Hearts are sick and weary and our eyes grow dim with tears. For Jerusalem is empty and desolate, a place haunted by jackals. I want you to take a moment now and just one word or or phrase from this passage that matches up and aligns with what you're experiencing, what you're feeling, what you're seeing. And now what I want to do is I want to read the next verse as a declaration over your life. It's a powerful verse. Lamentations chapter 5, verse 19. But Lord, you remain the same forever. Your throne continues from generation to generation. Oh, let me read that again. But Lord, you remain the same forever. Your throne continues from generation to generation. Here's why I love that statement, that declaration. Because in in these uncertain times that we're living in right now, everything is changing constantly. I don't know about you, but I feel like every hour the ground is shifting underneath my feet. But there's one thing the author of Lamentation says that remains solid, steady, secure, sure, And that's this, the unshakable kingdom of God. Look at this. You remain the same forever. Your throne continues. See, while all of our earthly kingdoms are shook right now, God's kingdom is stable. It's stable. It's secure. And that means that you and I, we can put our trust in Jesus. We can put our trust in his unshakable kingdom because it isn't shook. That no matter what happens to our country, no matter what happens to our state, no matter what may happen to our city or to our neighborhood, no matter what happens to our home and our household, no matter what happens to the economy, no matter what happens to our workplace, no matter what happens to our bank account, no matter what happens even to our health, we can trust that Jesus and his kingdom will remain. They are unshakable. Jesus is certain. He's sure. We, we can stand on the rock that is Jesus and have steady footing, and his kingdom is unshakable. And really, that's what being a Christian is, is all about, trust. It's about trust. It's putting our trust in Jesus in his unshakable kingdom. It's trusting that, that Jesus loved us enough to go to the cross, to take on the sin of the world so that you and I can become citizens of his kingdom. 
an unshakable kingdom, a kingdom that one day, get this, one day we're told that that, that kingdom's going to merge with this earth and heal the nations. Wow. And, and so now without, without sounding like a televangelist, <laughs> I just want to say this. Maybe you're watching this morning and you're wanting to put your trust in Jesus for the first time. You know, the scripture tells us that if we confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that Jesus is Lord, we become citizens of his unshakable kingdom. It's simply choosing to put our trust in Jesus in what he's done for us. There's no citizenship test for, for entering into his kingdom. It's simply trusting in Jesus. And, and that's one of the reasons Jesus told his disciples to take communion together. Because when we take communion together, we're demonstrating our trust in Jesus. We're remembering him and what he did for us, the work that he did for us. Now, like many other things in our lives, how we take communion has, has been altered by COVID-19. This morning, we don't have a tray of bread and grape juice to serve you. So I want to encourage you to, to find your own little piece of bread. Maybe it's a cracker. Maybe it's a Cheez-It. Just something that you can, you can use to, to symbolize Christ's body. And I want you to just find that in your home. If, if you're watching from your kitchen right now or your living room, just take a minute and go grab a piece of bread or a cracker. And, and also pour a little cup of juice. Um, I don't have juice this morning, so it's coffee in my case. I have a little bit of coffee in my mug and I, and I have a little uh, a wa- wafer cracker of bread. And um, I know it feels strange to take communion together this way, but I believe this. I believe God looks past what we're actually eating and drinking and he looks at our hearts. And so we're going to demonstrate our trust in Jesus together this morning from wherever you are, your living room, bedroom, dining room, kitchen, kitchen table. And we're going to demonstrate our trust in Jesus by using whatever we have available to us. And I'm going to read a passage of scripture before we take communion together. And it's in Luke chapter 22, verse 17. And this is the Last Supper, of course, where Jesus was with his disciples and they took communion. And verse 17 of Luke 22 says this, Then he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. Then he said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I will not drink wine again until the kingdom of God has come. He took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took another cup of wine and said, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. You can take the bread and the cup.
Let me pray for us. Father, we come before you right now all spread out, shelter in place in our But we know that you are with us. And we know that your kingdom, the one that we are a part of, is an unshakable kingdom. Lord, I pray for all who are watching and maybe they're putting their trust in Jesus for the first time and they're confessing with their mouths and believing in their hearts that Jesus is Lord. God, would you usher them into this kingdom as well, even right now where they are sitting in their living rooms. Lord, we thank you that uh, entrance into your kingdom. Our, our heavenly citizenship is not dependent on our own good deeds or our own works, but solely on what Jesus did for us. And so we just trust in that. And Lord, we took the bread and the cup together this morning as evidence of our trust, of our trust in Jesus and the kingdom that he ushered in. Lord, I pray for all my friends right now who are exhausted and can find no rest, as Lamentations 5 says. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would, would whisper to them throughout the day this week uh, uh, and, and help them measure their input God, I pray as my friends open up the scriptures this week and read from scripture that they would be so encouraged that your word would speak directly to them. And and I pray, God, that faith would come to them as your word says in Romans, that faith comes by hearing the word of God. I pray that that would happen in their lives, in their homes, in their hearts. Lord, where would we be without without Jesus in his unshakable kingdom? So, Father, thank you for, for... all that you're doing in our lives. And, and we ask God that, that you would show us how to rest in you and how to, how to find peace in you. And, and Lord, we ask that you would help us to love others well during this time uh, as uh, you know, all of us are, are kind of cooped up in our homes and, and feeling stressful. We pray you give us grace for uh, ourselves so that we can be gentle with ourselves. We pray that you give us grace for our family members and our roommates, that we would extend your love. God, I pray for other ways to be able to serve our neighbors that, that, uh, and be safe, but also to serve our neighbors and show the love of Jesus to them. God, we pray that your kingdom would come, your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. Yes, Lord, we need that daily bread. We thank you for being such a faithful father, for giving us a kingdom that's secure, and for loving us uh, unfailingly. Be with my friends. We ask this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. for listening to our podcast. Church at the Well is a community reintroducing Jesus in Vermont through worship, service, creativity, and community.